Shane, good morning. Good morning. Tell me all about the farm. We have a small sheep farm here. It's about six acres. Um, we run about 150 ewes, and uh, it's kind of what I do. I work a little bit part-time in town, but this is basically what I do. Predominantly, we have two types of programs here. We have uh, about half of the ewes are geared toward youth projects, you know, a 4-H FFA breeding stock sales in that sector, and about half of the ewes are geared more toward a private locker market where we sell direct to producers. I want to talk about both sides of that equation, but how do you get into the sheep business? Basically, this was something that we've got into. We've been here about 23, 24 years. Basically, when we bought this place where we live now, we'd sold a commercial feedlot and bought this other farm, and we had about four acres of pasture and weren't going to mow it all, so we bought a few ewes to get started, and that's kind of where we ended up today. You know, we just kind of bought some sale barn ewes and have worked up from there. This is something that's been in the family for a while as far as agriculture as a whole? Oh, I was actually born and raised on a ranch in Montana and relocated to the Midwest after college. So I've been around agriculture and animals my whole life. I'm actually a third-generation livestock producer. It's a big change from the beef industry to the sheep industry. It is. Yeah, it was quite a leap because I actually knew nothing about it. But, you know, we had good friends up and down the road that had a lot of experience with it and, and was able to call on them as a resource to help. In actuality, you know, they really are much like a small cow. It's just that quite a bit of the management application is somewhat different. The equipment's different, and actually the way they're handled is different. But their nutritional needs are similar to what a cow has. For those who don't know, this time of year is big for lambing. A lot of babies coming on the farm, and you guys keeping pretty busy there in that aspect? Oh, yeah, and, and this has been an exciting year for us, actually. We have two children. They live near here in the Midwest. So this was a season where we actually did scheduled mating seasons, breeding seasons. So we had introduced the rams to the ewes for two weeks at a time. So we lamb for two weeks, and then we have two weeks where we don't have any lambs scheduled. And uh, it gives us time to clean out the barns, go visit the grandkids, and I really like that. That's, we'll stay with that. So we've actually lambed groups of ewes since about the 20th of December, and uh, this will be just starting my fourth group of ewes will start Saturday, and we'll continue on into April. Shane, one thing that your industry has uh, really been dealing with uh, over the recent years, uh, a lot of coyotes coming back across the Midwest, and, and predator control is something very important, especially in your industry. How are things going uh, in your part of Iowa there in Alton? Actually, and my part of the state is, is the largest commercial segment of the sheep industry in Iowa. Even in my area, my neighbor directly across the section from me has about a 5,000 head commercial lamb feedlot. So predators are a huge issue. He has guard dogs running all the time and runs dogs and llamas out in the lots. I don't have a lot of trouble with mine, particularly. We've never had a loss, but we do have a dog that runs outside in the evening, and this time of the year, you know, I'm in and out of the house often enough, and we do barn checks 10 o'clock and then early in the morning. So I think the activity around the yard helps me with that, and we also generally shut most of the sheds up at night so nothing can get in them. You mentioned the two segments, uh, what you're doing there. Some is for the market, uh, the market lamb uh, sector, and, and some is for the show stock sector. Let's talk about the market aspect first, because we have seen over the past 
last uh, wait, 10 years, maybe a little bit more, that market really grow in the U.S., and, and lamb's becoming a really hot uh, item for the plate. Yes, it is, and particularly one of the one of the when we decided to focus more on the growth of our industry here privately, I'd been severanced out of a job that I had for several years full-time, and I decided not to go back into working full-time in town. So basically it was... Uh, how do we make five acres of sheep pay? And the way we expanded that was by adapting what would technically be called easy care sheep, but they're a hair breed of sheep. We don't have to shear them. Their maintenance requirements are little less than wool sheep. They're very hardy. They adapted to our management, but also that particular segment of the consumer market with the ethnic growth is where the lamb consumption is rapidly growing in the U.S., and that particular breed adapts well to that segment of the industry. You mentioned that uh, 4-H and FFA kids are getting involved and showing those uh, sheep in the barn come county fair or state fair time. And it always amazes me. Uh, You need to tell me why this is, but a lot of these younger kids get into showing lambs and they're so little sometimes, the kids, that you wonder who's showing who in the ring. It's true. And, you know, that, that industry, and that's, that's when we got into it. We'd raise the commercial sheep. Our son showed cattle. My daughter was always the sheep girl. She wasn't very big. She always wanted to show lambs ever since she was even three or four years old. So that's what kind of drove that side of the market for us. And a lot of that is just genetics and those people having the dedication and, and time to put in to train those lambs to respond to that kid. And, and the more the younger, smaller showmen, it, it, they just need to put more time in, you know, and, and work with that animal to get it calm. And the camps that people put on now are just incredible. You know, there's a lot more resources out there for those youth projects than what there were when my kids were doing it. I just can't believe how big the club lamb circuit is. And, and you go to websites and you can find uh, all kinds of them, including Kirsten uh, lambs uh, that these kids can can buy and show, and and it's an incredibly competitive market. It is, and you know, social media has really made this market explode. We'll actually be working with uh, putting on our third online sale here. It'll be uh, March 9th. We'll actually have an online sale. I mean, that opens up your market to the entire United States. The people can see your consignments online, can bid online. There's connections to get trucking arranged. It's a lot easier to get these animals moved from point A to point B because of the sales that are going on in the spring. And with the ability to build a website and drive web traffic, it's a lot more interactive. You can actually see a lot of what more producers are doing. You know, before the internet, you literally had to physically travel to these farms to see what they had. We're going to have a link to Shane's website on our website at farmandcountryradio.com. Shane Kirsten is from Alton, Iowa, this week's featured farmer on Farm and Country Radio. Shane, it was a pleasure to get to know you, and I appreciate everything that you and your family does there on the farm in northwest Iowa, and thank you for being a part of American Agriculture. Sure, glad to help.